attention um attention pinnacle peace podcaster uh listeners matt matt hates me matt hates me yeah okay i'll pause the recording What's up, peeps? I'm Mike. And I am Matthew. No, you're not. No, I'm not. I'm Matt. <laughs> Matt, that's like me saying, hi, I am Michael, and you are Matthew. Yeah, that's, that's and we exactly are the what I said, we're, <laughs> we're the pink gold friends. We're the pink gold friends. No, we are the pink gold peeps. We're a podcast uh, of two 20-something-year-olds talking all about Nintendo. Uh, Matt, how are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Good. That's always Nothing good. Nothing bad's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I went to see um, went to see Ninja Sex Party in concert. How the, was that? How was the concert? Day. When, it was once you got really in, really fun. Once we got in, it was um pouring rain. So so we went to Burger King for dinner, right? Okay. And I had a large soda, which I shouldn't have done. Oh no. <laughs> and then, uh, when we left, I peed. But then on the ride there, because my bladder is the size of a pebble, I was like, uh oh. I have that thought in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh oh. And then we got there, and I was like, well, you know, last time, because when I went, I went last month to the same venue to see Neck Deep, and when I went then, they, we got there probably earlier, and we didn't wait outside very long, and I'm told they're always running behind where we went, but when, the first time we went, they weren't really running behind that much, but today, or not today, last Thursday, they were really running behind. Yes. And the line was, like, weaving all the way through the parking lot. Jeez. And it was pouring rain. Yes, it was. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and then um, two other friends of mine who went with me also really had to pee. So the three of us are standing in line, <laughs> just kind of, like, huddled under in my, the pouring rain. my one bright friend who brought an umbrella, oh, which was God. Rob. <laughs> we're all huddled <laughs> under Rob's umbrella. And then, but like the umbrella wasn't big enough, so like rain is still just going down my back. Oh, of course. To the point where I'm like, this isn't even helping. I'm, I'd just rather be all wet than half wet. <laughs> so I just stood in the rain. You see, I was bummed. I was supposed to go to this concert with Matt, but work has been just so crazy that I couldn't go last. I'm sorry. It's all right. I'm it, happy you guys had a fun it time. It was a very fun time. Good. Um, I didn't know this. I I never heard of this band, but Planet Booty. Planet Booty was there, right? With yeah. Twerp? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're fun. They they were interesting. They're different. Very different. It's better than when they I were saw them. A, a blast just to watch. Yes. Listen, when I went to go see NSP in concert, I had to deal with MC Chris. I've heard about this. I've heard about this from Rob so many times. It it it's it's just a train wreck that stays with you, Matt. No matter what you do, no matter how <laughs> hard you try, it will stay with you for life. He like sucks in helium or something? Yeah. Like but like for a thirty minute set. Just keep sucking in more helium. You're like, that is that is not healthy, my friend. <laughs> and it's not like and it's not like it makes him good. Let's like let's make one thing. Clear. <laughs> if anything I hear it makes him worse. Yes. <laughs> if it's mm. But anyway. Yeah, so um so Matt, we usually start with what we've been playing, so why don't you tell me? Because I haven't really seen you all week. What have you been yeah, playing? I don't think I saw you since the last time we recorded. Yeah, you know what it was? I just like I said, my week was so busy, and then the one day, two days I was supposed to see you, Thursday and Friday, I worked late, and right. I was just like, uh... Well, um, what have I been playing? I played a whole lot more Mario Party with um, some other friends of mine. Yeah, let's start with that, because I also played a lot more and Mario so, Party. Um, first of all, the game is, I find the game so much fun. Yeah. I think I've played another three, I've played like more, four, at least four more rounds of regular Mario Party for 15 turns. I found that I like 15 turns probably the most. Okay. Because it's not too long, and 10 just seems too short to me still. I, I li- like it lasting a little bit longer. Yeah, I think I think if you have the time, do 15 or 20, but I think it's important to say that 10 doesn't feel like lacking. It just no, it feels no. short. Yeah, it's because just short. I'm like, oh, it's over already? Now, give me this. Uh, 15, does it give you two bonus stars or three? Two. Okay, because I, I, like, I like how in 10 and 15 it only gives you two, because when we did a 20-star one, like, everyone had, like, two to three stars, so right. three stars wasn't as impactful, but I feel like if, you know, in a 10-turn game, like, I'd get, like, we'd get, like, three stars total. So if one person got all of them, if they didn't win all the bonus stars, they could still lose. <laughs> right. So, two's well, good. Um, and when my one friend who has played every single Mario Party game, um, he's a big fan of one through six, and he, it's not that this game 
upset him in any way. He found the game very fun, but he's like, it's kind of a bummer and like a knock on the game that you, that you had all these customizable options in those first couple games. It's like, why aren't those here? What kind of customizable options? Like uh, certain kinds of things that you could turn on or off. Um, <laughs> you were a little vague there. What, well, um, <laughs> like what kind of things you could change? You know, turning things on and off. Well, like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I, right? I'm not totally sure. That's why I'm asking. He was talking about like now. Now I'm trying to remember because like I know like in some of the games it would be like you know you could change the turns, you could change the you could change the turns, you could turn bonus stars on and off. Yes. Um, there were more difficulty options. Well. Was Which there? Didn't uh, no, because I think it was just easy, medium, hard. Oh, so and then now it's just normal, hard, very hard. It's the same. It's the same concept, I right. guess. But anyway, my there are I do there weren't that many, but there were definitely customization right. options that were taken or away. Or he's upset um, that you can't turn ally spaces off. Really? Mm-hmm. He wishes you could turn them off if you wanted to, just to play a game without them. Interesting. I I really they've really grown on me the ally spaces. And I like I I totally get why you would want to turn them off. Oh, absolutely. I, I personally like don't, I don't mind them there or not, but like I'd be like, yeah, if someone wanted to turn them off, I understand why. Yeah, I get uh, that. He also hates the golden pipe with a burning passion. I'm like, really? it's part of the game. Yeah, and it's like here's the thing, as much as like, you know, okay, I can understand like, oh, he had the golden pipe so he gets to start. First off, like like the boards are only like 30 spaces long to begin right. with. And second off, like at least it's consistent in this game. Like, if you go to that Wiggler, it will always have a golden pipe. But you know what really, really grinds my gears? What? When you're playing, like, Mario Party 2, and some random person goes by the shop, and just because this time, they have the magic lamp, and you're like, oh, okay. What's so the you, magic lamp do? It's, it's the golden it. pipe. Oh, okay. It brings you to the star, and you can... But it would be like... You know, it would be expensive. It would be, like, 40 coins, because you buy the magic lamp, and then you'd go to the thing. Right. Or, like, you'd play the item mini games because in those games, like, instead of having the, the, the roulette, you'd have just the items. And the items would change depending on how late in the game it was. So if you're on, like, the 18th turn, there's a good chance to play the item game, and the magic lamp is on there, and someone gets the magic lamp, you're just like, oh, so you only won because you got this random item that's right. really good. I'm like, to me... I'd rather have it in an item space where, like, I could always go and buy it. Because then it's like, if I want to go steal the star, or if I'm nowhere near the star, I know I can just, oh, I can just go to that wiggler spot. Right. Um, and the other thing is, so, then last, what was it, Friday? Yeah, Friday night, because uh, my college roommate was here. Yes. And I had to do one of my favorite things on the face of the earth, infuriate the ever-loving fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> just so much fun for me. And oh, he Mario must've. Party did that. That that that, that is what he Mario was, Party he does. Was not happy with me. Were um, you just like? Were you doing to him what we did to you the first no, night? No, I mean, I was just like doing, going after you. Like, he was winning, and I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> um, but one thing that I found was interesting, and because normally I haven't really had a problem with the amount of mini games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I other than in the river survival mode, I haven't really had a problem with the amount of mini games. But that one round that we played, we played a fifteen turn game. Yes, and we got four repeats. Wow! I was so like, just like what? randomly losing out on yeah. The... So like we only played eleven unique mini games. Weird. And I was like, okay, we yeah. played like one. We played like two turns in a row, and I'm like, come <laughs> on, that's crazy. Although I will say this, like, like I mean. This, I don't think this game has the most mini games ever because it's like well it's 80 mini games but it includes the the cooperative mini games right. the the dancing mini games the you know but I will say this there really aren't the more I played there really aren't any like ugh, this mini game is the worst no except all... except for the string game with a computer because the string you know the one with the 2v2 where you have to like put the string around the the oh, knobs. I love that one play that with a computer just just no no because this is what happens they'll like They'll start going one way, and then if that doesn't, if you don't complete it in about three seconds, they're like, oh, they must want me to go the other way, and they'll go where you are doing the other side. It's it's infuriating. I'm sure. <laughs> but, uh, so, so you played a lot of the main mode, and so did you play, play any of the other modes a I lot? played two rounds of uh, River Survival. Cool. So I only need one more for Donkey Kong. Nice. And I played one, or I played, no, I played a couple times through the rhythm. Yeah. Thing with my friends. The rhythm dancey game. And I definitely liked it more with my friends. Oh, it's it more was, fun it with people. It was just so stressful. But, like, also, I don't know. I'm like, if I'm playing Mario Party, I'd rather play anything other than that. Well, I mean, you do have to put that, like, little asterisk, though, that you, you do not have rhythm and that. <laughs> right. No, no, but still, I just, I don't find it as entertaining as any of the other modes. I think it's definitely the least entertaining, but it's still entertaining. I will give yeah, it Yeah, no, it is definitely still yeah. entertaining. And, I, like, I was having a good time. Okay, good. I was having a good time with it. But, like, if I only have, like, a half hour to play 
anything Mario Party? Would you rather do like a river survival? Or I would something? rather go to the mini games because there's two mini modes in the mini games. Yeah, those are the only things I haven't touched in the game yet. Those, those mini game are, modes. Oh, well, have you gotten to the single player yet? Yes, I beat really. Well, because I've played a couple times and I still haven't unlocked it. You have to unlock every single mini game. Right. And once you do that, you have access to the single player. And mode. you you unlock all the mini games just by playing just through playing the game Mario Party over and over and over again, right? Yeah. Well, generally speaking, the game's pretty good. Like if you have a game with a question mark on it, you'll usually get that mini game. Mm-hmm. And you can check in the mini game room which ones you're missing. Because like if you're missing two v two games, which we were missing one two v two game for a while, we played the the this the partner mode, the one that's like Mario oh, I want to play Star it so bad. By the way. Sarah pointed this out to me. You and I won't stop saying Mario Party Star Allies like Kirby, but it's actually it's Mario Star Party Rush. Star Rush. Yep. Um, and I want to talk about that, but we played that to get the two v two game that we were missing. Mm-hmm. The the mini game mode. Um, actually, I don't want to. I don't want to step. Are you good? Uh, I can, can, I, can I? Yeah. No, I'm pretty good. Okay. Is is Star Rush? I. Fuck. Um, is the co op mode only two v two games? No, it isn't. I want to talk. So basically, what I've been doing is I've, I've, I've played so much of this game. At this point, like, you know how you get the little gems for winning the challenges? Right. I have all but the 2v2 one game, and I just need to play on the the, the first level and the Kamek level. And if I have that, I will have everything. I will have mm-hmm. everything in the game unlocked. It makes me very happy. Congratulations. First off, Pom Pom, best character in the game. She does a Naruto run when she runs. Oh, my God. And her die is actually really good. It's zero three 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 eight. Have you looked at the tier lists for the game? There's a tier list? There's a die tier list. Oh, my God. I remember Bowser is an S tier. We, Me and my friends played around. We were like, all right, we all have to choose S tier characters. It was like Bowser. I feel like um, Donkey Kong's probably S tier, too. Uh, if Bowser's I don't remember. Man, a Bowser, uh, Wario was S tier, I remember. Yeah, because he's got a bunch of sixes. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where, like, it's, like, funny because I think about this, like, statistically speaking, yeah, probably Bowser has the best role. But, like, in practice, it could be happened what we happened the first time, where <laughs> I moved, like, three spaces in the first six turns of the game. Yes, I, I mean, that could yeah. also happen. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, did, I didn't realize there was a tier. I like, but I will say this, Pom Pom is a good die. I was, I, we, we played a round, I was gonna win, unless my friend who was playing Bowser rolled a 10. I was like... If, as long as that doesn't happen, I win the game. Bowser rolled ten. Yeah, that's why I like like I right now I'm playing a lot of using pom pom because her dies like Mario. You know, it's consistently a three essentially. But I still love having Donkey Kong because it's like okay, last turn of the game because we were playing I was playing a partner uh, the co op one with a friend and I was like, listen, it's the last turn. I'm four spaces away from the star. I'm not like I'm like sorry, not four. I'm like fourteen spaces away from the star. There's no way we're gonna get there, right? So I'm gonna use the Donkey Kong die because if we roll a ten, we'll get there. Roll the ten, move eighteen spaces. <laughs> Let's go and get the star. Incredible! It's it's just so fun. But yeah, no, everything. This this game is so good, and I'm happy that it wasn't like, you know, I was playing only the new stuff, and then I got through all the new stuff, and it was like, oh, okay, this is just whatever. No, no, no. The game has like staying power. Right. Um. So the partner game, the co-op game. I will say this: it's more balanced because it's two v two than Star Rush is mm-hmm. because it's you know you're on a team of two, and what happens is. Each person rolls their die, and then you add the dice together. So even if you're just the two people using your regular dice, you're still going to average about like a six or a seven every turn. You both move those spaces, and you can jump on people to steal their coins, and you know you can land on the special spaces and stuff like that. And the star space, you go in sets of two turns. So like the star will move if someone buys it, but like if you and I are on a team and we can both make it to the star, star space, we'll both have a chance to buy the star before it moves. Mm-hmm. So it's cool because it's like there's some there's some you know strategies where you want to stay with your par- partner to get those double star spaces, but then every level has some kind of like unique item somewhere on the map that if you go somewhere else on the map, you get a star. So like in the, um, in the fruit island level, in the pineapple island in the bottom left, there is a fork. And on the watermelon island, if you, there's a bunch of happening spaces, and if you land on one of them, you, you use the fork, if you have it, to pull up a piece of, of watermelon, and you can climb up, and there's a star up there for free. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So there's a bunch of things like that where, and I, and I like this, again, I feel like it's another thing to mitigate the problems that I had with Star Rush. It's not the first person to the star wins. Like, there's enough things going on that you're like, oh, you know what? I'm not rolling that well. I'm going to go for these other stars until, you know, until mm-hmm. the star's really close to me, and then I'll just get it. So it's a lot of fun, and the mini games are... The 2v2 games and the four-player free-for-all games. And it's basically like you have two chances to get the best score. So it's not like you, you know, you kind of, like there's the way you throw the balls. You know, yeah. like you the yeah, light yeah, ball. Yeah. It's whoever, you know, whoever gets first place gets the coins. 
but you know that team will just get the eight coins or the ten right. coins. And the other person will get the two. Mm-hmm. So that game's a lot of fun. As someone who hated Star Rush, I like this a lot. Okay, good. I'm really and good, I, I and I really think the fact that it's two v two makes it better because even if you're losing, at least you can like wallow in the misery with somebody else. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it'll be like me <laughs> and Luke. Like this is the worst, <laughs> but we're together, so it's okay. Um, I unlocked hard mode for uh, the the river survival, which I think is really good. So there's two things when you get all five river survival levels. You get golden ores and you get hard mode. Hard mode, the balloons are a lot smaller. The mini games are harder. You get less time per rank. So like, I think you get like 30 or 40 seconds if you get an S rank. Mm-hmm. In this one, you get 25 okay. for an S. And also, the river's just moving a lot faster. Nice. So it's a lot of fun, but then the golden ores are also just like, really really more powerful ores so like you can go like one push and you'll kind of start moving pretty significantly across the map both of these make me think river survival has a lot more staying power once you get all five gotcha because it's like the late the levels are faster and they're harder and if you want to play with the golden ores it just makes it very ridiculous because we played three people on river survival with the golden ores on hard mode so the raft is flying across the back and forth around the place and it's really fun but you also you know you do have to play the mini games well otherwise you will lose because we finished it i think with 12 seconds remaining and like like no no margin for error was left by the end (laughs) but it's a lot of fun and then i also played a lot of the single player mode which is uh you know it's just once you unlock all the mini games you get it and it's just you play every mini game there's some kind of challenge you know like get 20 coins without hitting the spiky thing or you know win the game and it's fun and i like it because there's one thing i really like about it it doesn't require you to be the best at the mini game cuz these kinds of like mini game single player challenges were in the first i know they were in like the first like 3 mario parties i don't know if they continued on mm-hmm. But the issue I always had with them is they were very hard. So if you beat them, you usually just become the best at the minigames. And that was always kind of lame because it's like my brother, my older brother would try to unlock all the stuff and play through all the minigames. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then I'd play regular Mario Party with him and I'd never win a minigame. Because I'm like, he just had to, like, you know, he had to play bumper balls for 45 minutes. Of course he's going to be the best at bumper balls. Right. This doesn't ask you to be the best. It just asks you to be, like, competent at the game. You know, it's like... For like, for example, there's the one. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. The you know the the party mini game with like the allies, where it's just like the dial that spins around and then it drops, and you have it's it's just like you don't have to win, you just have to at least tie. So like <laughs> you could just kind of keep every your entire group in a crowd and keep them all like surrounding people, and if everybody falls, that's okay, all you right. win. <laughs> so things like that. It's not super hard, and it is how you unlock Diddy Kong and Pom Pom, right? Yeah, which I is know good. Uh, but overall. At this point, I mean, I've seen most of what the game has to offer, and wow, it, it is still so good. I want to play more of it right now. I do, too. I, want, I love that game. It's so fun. It's very fun. Yeah. Um, I also played Towerfall. Yeah? And it is it is so much fun. Right? Isn't it it's really good? addicting. I love the game. Um, yeah, I played one round with um, two friends, and three of us played um, not, uh, the Hunter's mode. It's the only mode that I've touched. And it was it's just so much fun. Just the way the game is designed. It's very uh, skill-based, but also very party. It's like a perfect mix of this party game with this with a skill yeah. attached to it. Like, you're very good. If you are good at the game and how it works, you will always do better, but it's not like the best player always wins. Right, no, because it also does this thing where it's really good at balancing. Oh, like stabilizing balancing the losers and stuff If you're like vastly in the lead, instead of starting with three hours, three arrows you'll start with two arrows wow or if you're trailing behind you'll start with a shield oh wow so So, and that's like real time changes right so and as it like fluctuates as the standings fluctuate then it'll give it to somebody else or like there was one point where me and my one friend were tied uh in second and our one friend had like five more kills than us and he was like super far ahead so he gave us both shields oh wow and he had two arrows okay so it will balance it over time i didn't know it did that that's Mm -hmm. actually really cool and then like as I played the game more, I discovered there's other things. Like, I, I was doing the single-player point where there's, like, the quests. Mm-hmm. And there were, there's quests and trials. And I was doing it um, just to unlock more stuff because I know there's four characters you can unlock. Not like characters do anything, just skins. Really. But, yeah, they're just skins, right? But then there's also four stages you can unlock. Okay. And I was trying to get them, and I found out, whoa, there's a dodge button. Whoa, if you press it at the right time, you'll catch somebody else's arrow. <laughs> I didn't know anything. So I was like, Whoa. Well, that's cool. Um, yeah, no, that's really cool. And the, the, man, those trials, 
Are they hard? They're hard, but there's so there's a gold, a gold medal you can get, and then there's a diamond that you can get. Ooh. And so like, I'll just take the first one for an example. The mm-hmm. first time I did it, it took me 15 seconds. The gold you need 14, or you need like 7.5 seconds or something. The diamond you need to do it in three seconds. Wow. And I I figured out how to do um the gold pretty like I can do gold on every level pretty consistently. But diamond but is the just diamond. Awful. I'm like. What? And then I looked it up on YouTube, like people doing it, and I'm like, oh my god. Like these people are <laughs> the best like at tower That is like absurd. <laughs> Just like how fast you move. You have to be so precise. It's That's crazy. cool though. Because I mean, like, I feel like it gives it gives the single player a challenge right. if you're really it's into like, that. It's not even it's super what am I trying to say? It's very entertaining. Like the single player, I sat there like just doing the same level or the same like seven seconds of gameplay. For 15, 20 minutes. Well, that's good. Because I was like, come on, I can do this. Yeah. It was so much fun. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I also played more Mega Man. I beat two more of the... Um, Robot Masters. Robot Masters. And now, I've, now that I've beaten four, I can say that Block Man and Acid Man were both some of the two hardest in the game. Because I, <laughs> I beat the other two within like 20 minutes each. I was like, wow. Well, is it, it was it that Block Man and Acid Man were the hardest? Or like those are the ones where like you got back into your Mega Man groove and now you're just cruising? That, that might be part of it. But also the boss fights for those two were, just awful. were definitely harder than the other two <laughs> boss fights. Because I, right. um, I did Bounce Man. And first of all, the level was just like brilliant game design. Oh, cool. Just because of the way, because you go through this like, uh, bounce man's like gym okay and you you have to bounce through all these things and it's just very interesting the way you have to do it and get through the level so it's like cool platforming for right Mega it's man. cool like platform not really they're not really puzzles per se but like light puzzle solving yeah um and then the boss was just a put like you know like he just kind of like bounced across the screen like yeah i've seen the v- images of him just like, kind of, like pointing around. and it was pretty easy as long as you could avoid him until he does the super speed thing, and I'm like, all right, pal. But um, <laughs> he speed gears you. Oh yeah, but then his his um weapon was just absurdly a joke because you get three mini balls that just bounce around the screen. Oh jeez. But then if you use the power gear while you have it, you get six mini balls that just bounce around the screen. I thought like that's really good for boss fights. Yeah, well, then he's super effective against Fuse Man, which is where I went next. Okay. And I beat Fuse Man within ten seconds. He just like I shot. Just, you just I shot a bunch of balls. The power game, I just matched the, the button. <laughs> It was so funny. Oh, geez. Well, that's good. I'm happy you're enjoying mm-hmm. it. I have heard more good things about it, so I'm happy it's doing well. Yes. I also take back everything I said about Dragalia Lost last week. Why? It is vastly better than I thought it was. Really? It is so... Like, I can't stop playing. It's so much fun. Well, that's good. Is, um, does it still require lots of time commitment, though? No. I think the issue was that I was trying to learn what everything does. Okay. And, like... Because when I talked about it last week, I had played maybe, like, 10 minutes a day for seven days or so. Okay. And I was like, oh, what does this do again? What does this do again? And, but then once I figured out, I, you can really stop paying attention to that stuff until you – like, when you go to upgrade, then it will show you what you need. And if you don't have it, then you know, okay. But then you can tap items, mm-hmm. and it will tell you where in the game you can get them. Oh, cool. So if you need a certain item, you can just go to level 2-3 and go and – Farm it for for the stuff for the, for the items you need. Um, there is an event right now going on. Okay. Which um, so the way the event works is it gives you a character, mm-hmm. but and you have to get a certain friendship level with this character before the event is over. Because they if, get to keep them, right? If right. You get... And if you don't, then the character goes away. I have invested quite a bit of resources in this character because they're very good. Okay. And I am not there yet, and the event ends tonight. <laughs> so what you're telling me so, is you're gonna we're gonna finish this podcast and we're gonna play Overcooked and Dragalia Lost yes, at the I'm same gonna, time. I'm gonna be playing Overcooked with one hand and just tapping my screen with the <laughs> other one because I just have like you have to farm the raid that you okay. can do multiplayer just over and over and over again, and it, it's fun. It's just so much fun. The game. Yeah. It's just like, I I've started doing it where like you can get into like a game like in under a minute now. So, like, it is fun to just play a level because then a level really only takes five minutes or so. Some levels are longer, which, you know, if you if you want that. You can do it, but you don't have to. You can to. do it. And you can tell how long the level is going to be by, this, like, the file size. So, like, oh, I don't <laughs> want to do the next story mission because it's, like, a 10 MB level. So I'm going to go back to another one because I have time to do that one. Okay. I'm, I'm excited that you guys are still getting into this and everyone's still playing because what mm-hmm. I, what I want to do is kind of do what I did with Pokemon Go where I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit back, let you guys figure out how the game works, and I'm going to be like, hey, guys, help me power level. So you're level. just mooching us, you piece no, I'm of not, shit. No, I'm not mooching. I'm saying, listen, everyone's got to figure out how all these systems work, and it's so much easier for you to teach me than me to just, like, throw myself at it. Because right. as you know with mobile games, I don't have as much time as you guys do. So I'm very close to Celebi, by the way. Oh, really? I'm uh, I'm on uh, 
six, I think. I need to I need to get more pin up use more pin up berries. I need to evolve yeah, one more Pokemon. And uh, I forget what the last thing is. I'm I'm currently trying to evolve Pine, my, uh, seven day in a row. Seven days in a row is the only I'm thing on the you're same waiting. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'm a little bit closer than you are. Although you've used more pinup berries than I. Have. Well, I mean this will. I mean I can do that like right now if I wanted to. Oh, I'm okay. referring to the evolve thing. I realized I pointed at the screen for an audio. Yeah, that's podcast. not gonna work. <laughs> well, audio podcast as opposed to a non-audio. Yes, podcast? as opposed to a um, a smell podcast. A smell-based audio it's a, podcast. It's a podcast that you smell. That'd be an interesting podcast. You better not if it's a podcast. shitty podcast. Trust me. Well, it would only be sound though, so it's just the smells. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um. I played like twenty minutes of Octopath again. Cool. I'm starting. I'm trying to get back into Octopath. You'll get into it. Uh, speaking of JRPGs, we're desperately trying to get into it. It's not working though. I've been trying to play more Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition. Yeah. I think the issue is, is I'm just like I was so tired this week, and like it's not that the gameplay's boring because it's not. Mm-hmm. But I'm like I'm playing through, and I found myself like kind of like holding, trying to stay awake because I play it in the mornings on the train. I'm like, why am I not staying awake playing this game? Like I just. <laughs> So I'd play like like I, I have to transfer on my train, so I play it in the morning and then the second half I just sleep. <laughs> but I wanna get back onto it. I'm in the middle of chapter two right now, so like the plot line's like getting there, but it's not there yet. Right. But I'm interested. I'm interested in seeing how it all goes, but I just I gotta like throw myself into it more. Because it's definitely getting a little bit more complex, but I'm just not there the, there. The yet. plot or the gameplay? Both. You mean? Oh yeah, that's what I figured. Um but the other thing is I I, I made a mistake because I was like, well, I'm going to play a different game. Maybe I'll have something, you know, because Starlink comes out next week. Um, mm-hmm. 16th. The 16th. Wow, so two days from when we're recording? Tuesday, yep. yeah. We're recording on Sunday again. Um, so I bought Risk of Rain, the game I was, like, raving about. I saw you playing it the other day. Yeah, so this is a big deal. So I guess, I don't know if I had an early access version of Risk of Rain or mine just didn't get updated. The game is a fair bit different than last time I played it. Oh yeah. I first well first I thought the game got easier. No, it didn't. I'm just I just realized that I've gotten better at video games since I played it last cuz <laughs> I was like, you know, I told you like it's a hard game to get through and play get all the way through. I played like four back-to-back missions and got through the whole game and beat the game. But then I tried it with a character that I'm not used to playing. Like the, I only really played three characters. I played the Commando, who's the character you start with. The Huntress, who has the broken ability of she can move and attack at the same time. Nice. So she's just really broken. And then the robot janitor, who's just really powerful, but he all does like punching attacks. And I really just liked playing him when I was playing on my computer. And then I tried the Miner, and I was like, no, 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 the game's still hard. I'm just, I'm just used to it. <laughs> um, but they changed a couple things. So the four attacks, remember I think I told you they have like three regular attacks and like a fourth attack. It's like a, like a two-minute cooldown. That's no longer the case. The fourth attack is just a fourth attack, which makes it really, really interesting because some of the coolest attacks and the coolest like combos you could do in the PC version of the game that I played are now much more doable. You can do a lot of more of the cool stuff. Like there's a character, the Bandit, who he just has like a shotgun attack, which has a special ability that if you it like if you hold an attack down, it will always use it. But... um. If you actually, like, tap it faster, he will use it faster. And then he has, like, you know, a dynamite stick, um, an ability that turns him invisible for seven seconds, and the first person he hits does bonus damage, and they're stunned. But then he has his his super attack, which now is just a regular ability with, like, a ten-second cooldown, is automatic critical damage, and if you kill the enemy, it resets all your cooldowns. <laughs> so when it was, like, when it was like a 90-minute second cooldown, you're like, this, this character's awful, because if you're not hitting those headshots, you just don't play right mm-hmm. but now it's like oh i screwed it up i have 10 seconds i can try doing this again so that was really good the items just seem more balanced um the enemies don't seem to like crowd as much as they used to and oh gosh it's just mm, i love playing this game like i love playing it on pc and like the fixes that they did are just that kind of quality of life updates and i i don't know if this was a new thing for the switch or like i was trying to look around and see if there was like a big update that happened that i missed out on but no the game's just really good Good. Really loving the game. I really want to try some co-op at some point with you, but uh, I, I'm just I'm happy to play through it as like my roguelike of choice on my Switch because it's like a full run of the game. Maybe takes if you win, maybe fifty to seventy minutes. Nice. But you could there's there's like some very natural stopping points too, so it's very easy to be like, okay, I finished a level. Let me pause the game, close it up. I'll play later. Gotcha. So I'm gotcha. That's loving awesome. loving playing Risk of Rain. Definitely worth the ten bucks. Uh, but that's that's all we've been playing. Wow, we've talked about this for a long time. 30 minutes. Well, listen, listen, listen. You're going to hear in about five seconds that there's not that much news this week. So that's okay. No, really not. Yeah. So first thing we're going to do is our indie spotlight. And this one actually isn't Nintendo related, but I really wanted to talk about it. Um, next week, I think, 
Stardew Valley is coming to iOS, and it's coming to Android soon after. Which is, I mean, like, I know the game's not super big, like, like file size-wise, but wow, that's really cool. I told Matt, because I'm not playing Dragalia Lost, he was worried that I was going to buy this after I said I didn't have enough time for Dragalia <laughs> Lost. I'm going to buy it, but he's going to go buy Stardew Valley. Because, like, I could just see you doing it, though. I can't, I can't buy Stardew Valley for the third time. I can't. Like, well, okay, don't give me, he's giving me a look. Again, you can't give a look on an audio podcast. I know. But it's like, listen, I told you this. Like, kind of like, if you you haven't played Stardew, getting to the end of year two is kind of like where the quote-unquote end of the game is. Year two is when, year two is when you meet, when you you have the end game stuff. No, isn't it? Year three? It's the beginning of the third year. Yeah. So the begin at the end of the second beginning of the third year, there's like a thing that's like kind of like a, hey, how many things did you do to and if you hit a certain achievement level, you get some gifts and stuff like that. It's not like the game ends, but there's like there's that and then there's like two main quest lines and that's it. But in my PC file, I've gotten to the end of year two and I've done the main the main quest line completed. And the secondary one wasn't out when I was playing, so I couldn't do that one. And in my Switch file, I'm still in the be- like thing of summer year two. So I'm like, I haven't even really, quote-unquote, finished either of those files, so I don't need to start another one on mobile. Plus, if I think Dragalia Lost is going to drain my battery, I feel like a full-on game that's on PC and Switch that drained that battery pretty consistently would be uh, kind of hard on my uh, kind of hard yeah, on my phone. Yeah, it probably will. Yeah. So, no, but cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else? You have a couple things here. Uh, yeah, so um, Spider-Man First DLC comes out October 21st. It's not Nintendo-related. I just really want to talk about it. That's not indie either. I know. It's I just, a Sony game. I just wanted to make fun of you. Um, actually, though, Amnesia the Dark Descent is coming to Switch. Really? No, it's not coming to Switch. I misspoke. The creator is interested in bringing it to Switch. So it's probably going to come to Switch. I guess. I don't know. Amnesia was given away a few years ago on Steam, and a lot of people have it for free now. You, you don't like horror games. I don't, but even I downloaded it for free. Well, I, I mean, everybody has... Everybody's played Amnesia. I have not. It's a great game. Well, I mean, I know. I'm I, I, sure I, I, you have it. When it comes to Switch, I'm going to make you play it. Nope. I'm going to make nope. you play it. I'm going to film nope. your reactions. Nope. Because it's going to be no, 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 no. And then that video is going to stay on my shelf. And whenever no. I'm feeling down, I'm like, oh, how did my react to the Dark Descent again? Stop. <laughs> what else do you have? Um, uh, Gal Metal is coming out October 30th. What is that? Okay, so this is a rhythm game where you are the drummer in an all-female heavy metal band. Okay. And you use the power of heavy metal music to repel alien invaders who are coming to Earth. And you this take, is a real game. You take two Joy-Cons, and you drum. Okay. Right? All right. And it, it, it does this thing where um, it has a bunch of, like, it has several song tracks, but then you can um, kind of customize them and make your own drum solos. Oh, cool. So it's a rhythm game. Yeah, it's a rhythm game. Interesting. I, I'm very, I don't know if I'm going to get it, but, but it I'm very interested interesting. in it. Just, like, the kind of game it is and yeah. how it just, like, off the rails it is. I'll, I'll roll with it. I'll watch you play Gal Metal. Depending on how much it is, uh, pre-orders are open now. Okay, cool. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, Indie-wise, no. Okay, well, let's go to our quick news. Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. What is going finally, on? Finally, finally, finally. All so, of this, finally. Yeah, so we got this huge amount of news. Um, the big thing is that they said that they're rebalancing how Pokemon work for CP with defensive, what is CP, it? CP, um, defensive Pokemon, and HP is going to get a, a rework. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. But the big one is is that they said Gen 4 is on the way soon. Big depending on how you look at it, because the CP thing is pretty big. It is, but it's also big to say that Gen 4 is coming. Oh, yeah, that is also And they huge. also said they're going to be changing. You're going to find more varied Pokemon everywhere you go. And we talked about this before. I don't know how I feel about this yet. Because, so, like, I understand... The need to have um, a certain place, have a variety of Pokemon, is going to make people who don't really leave their town, their city very much, play the game more just in their town or city. Yeah. But also, I I love the idea of biomes, and I love the idea of just translating the Pokemon world into our world, which is what the game originally was, you know? Like, we went to school in upstate New York. There are a whole lot of Swinubs. And other ice-type Pokemon just chilling up there mm-hmm. all the time. All and, the time. And in other places, that's not the case. Right. And then in other places, it's not the case. And I just hope they're not getting away from that too much. I imagine is this doesn't mean you're going to go to L.A. and find a bunch of Swinubs. Mm-hmm. I, I can't see them doing something like that. Yeah. But I know they're they're slacking on this. Or not slacking. They're, they're pulling they're back on it. They're loosening the leash on this. Yeah. Which, like, I think of it in two ways. One, for things like that, like, for example, like, 
for a while you couldn't catch sand shrews where we live. Right. And recently that's kind of changed. Like mm-hmm. there was a time where there were a bunch of sand shrews and I caught that. I got my sand splash. I got my alone sand splash and that's good. And I like that, you know, sh- you know, kind of like shifting things from time to time so we have more you know, freedom to get all the rest of the Pokemon that we don't have, especially for people like us who like, I mean, I think I'm only missing like 40 Pokemon total. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it's good for us to get those things. But then also think about it this way. If I started playing Pokemon Go, there are now going to be four generations of Pokemon. Like right. maybe yeah. you won't only, you'll still find Swinubs in, in upstate New York where we went to school, but there'll be like Sneasels too, because they're also ice types. And you well, know, there already were more. Well, I'm saying like just a more variety of Pokemon that fit that biome, just because right, right. now no, there's going to be almost 500 Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So it just it has to. We have to broaden our horizons just right, a tiny right. bit. No, yeah, and I totally get that. Yeah, just with the amount of Pokemon, and I mean because there's so many Pokemon, you can have a satisfying area where you can't get all the Pokemon. Yes, you know what I mean. I think so. Like, It'll be cool. I think the more Pokemon you add to Pokemon Go, the better Pokemon Go could be. Oh, absolutely. Just because, like, you know, I remember when the game first started, this area where we live had a whole lot of bug types and poison types. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, what you would find around here, aside from the Pidgeys and the Weedles and stuff. And, and Jigglypuffs. There were a lot of Jigglypuffs. And, like, even still, that's more or less the case, but there's just so many more bug types and, and poison, poison types. types that you just have a greater variety and it just yeah. makes the game more engaging. And that's fun. I like that part of it. Um, the CP rework and the HP work, uh, the HP defensive rework. HP rework, I think is super important because you need. To, if we're going towards PvP, you need to make them viable in battle. You need to give a reason for people to have defensive Pokemon. Yeah. You know, and like I, we were just talking about this when the Reggies were in raids, how they weren't really important to have. Yeah, they were like 30,000 CP Registeel. Exactly. You can't put legendary Pokemon in gyms yet to defend, and they weren't worth it to take as an attacker. Yeah. But now, hopefully, they will be worth it. I hope so, too. Basically, what Pokemon was saying was instead of clocking out, like instead of using defensive Pokemon to run out the time, Mm -hmm. what you're going to do is just outlast your Pokemon in battle. And, like, you're going to be doing so much damage to them and they're going to be doing so little to you even though their attacks are stronger mm-hmm. you'll just kill them yeah which yeah. is how defensive pokemon work yeah it should be how it works and i'm excited for this because listen i like put i pumped so many candies into my reggie ice i think i have like a 20 i think a 2100 cp reggie ice and i'm like okay let's go well hopefully hopefully this makes him good yeah well, hopefully. hopefully hopefully and hopefully it nerfs blissey yes i'm okay <laughs> with that because uh, HP is going to be balanced for um, the Pokemon with less HP. Yeah. Although, I, I will say boost. this. I'm, I'm in a good spot right now because I have, like, I think I have five or six Agrons over 2,000 CP. Right. So, like, Blissies aren't a problem for me anymore, but I need other people to go in because, like, okay, guys, I can take care of the Blissies and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I'm really hoping this gets rid of the Blissey problem and um, does something with slacking. Yeah, let's fix that. Let's fix that slacking problem. Yeah, but uh, Gen 4, super yeah. awesome. Really exciting. Um, more more Pokemon Go news. We got more stuff about Meltan. Yes, we do. So did. we have the information on how we're going to get Meltans in Pokemon Go and regular Pokemon Let's Go. So how it's going to work is if you send a Pokemon for Pokemon Go to any Let's Go file, it could be yours, your friends, your grandmas, whoever, your Pokemon Go file will get a mystery box. You can only have one at a time. And when you open it, for that individual, and only that individual, Meltan will begin appearing around them. And they it's kind of like them. an incense. Yeah almost, like, yeah, almost like Meltan incense. Mm-hmm. And if you, you, know, you can catch these Meltan, and then you won't be able to actually get them in Let's Go, but you can transfer them from Go into Let's Go right. via that way. Um, also, they did say that these incense, I mean, these boxes will, you can get more of them, but there's some kind of arbitrary time limit between them. So, like, if I use one, it's probably going to be like, 24 or 48 hours before i can get another one but it seems really cool we also got a bit of footage that shows that meltan has some kind of form that looks like if you have a bunch of them together very um very zygarde-esque which makes it's it's kind of like how you evolve in pokemon go because you need a bunch of them to evolve so this makes me excited because it makes sense like think about like how tiny meltan is so like oh if you get like a bunch of meltans together you'll get to like a giant whatever form meltan I'm excited to see what this is all about. Right, I mean, yeah, me you know, it's, it's cute and adorable, and I'm excited. Uh, anything else you want to say about that before I move on? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, so the other thing I want to talk about, also Pokemon-related, is the Hori D-pad Joy-Con. So I actually have I one I noticed of these. you had one last time I was at your house. Yeah, I so I, I will say this. First off, they're very nice. 
Um, they're not great. I like I like that I only have one. Like, there's no right version of it. Right. Because games that have vibrate, I like being able to feel it. But it doesn't have to, like, my whole Switch doesn't have to vibrate. So if I'm playing, like, you know, we made only the Only half your Switch has to Like, listen, remember when I told you when I played Mighty Gunvolt Burst? Mighty, yeah. No, not Mighty Gunvolt Burst. Uh, As Your Striker Gunvolt 2. And I was like, people always looked at me on the train. I didn't know why. And then one day I played it without headphones in my house. And I was like, oh, my God. The entire Switch is, like having an aneurysm with the amount of vibrations <laughs> having every time you use the shield, which is like all the time. Mm-hmm. So having less vibration is not the worst thing. And it, it has a really good feel to it. It's nice. It's light. And the D-pad works really well. Nice. But they're making one for Pokemon. So it's going to have a little Pikachu on it. And it's going to have little electric bolts on the side. Very cute. It looks cute. Uh, if this is something that sounds interesting to you, do it. I mean, I like it because also now that we play Mario Party all the time, it's good to have some Joy-Cons kind of like handy and loose. So I don't you have can't to, use that Joy-Con. No, so I'm saying I don't have to take my Joy-Cons off my Switch oh. to play. I just that one that one just lives there. That's where it is. It's, that's where the Joy-Con is. And I don't have to ever worry about taking that one off. Interesting. Which I know is like really, really, really petty, but it's important. Yeah, I mean that's what they're for. They're supposed to be taken on and off. Yeah, I know, but less whatever. Okay, <laughs> I like it. It's pretty. It's Zelda themed. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I like nothing about these screams. You have to have it. No, no, no. This is. 100% a, hey, is this interesting like, to you? Yeah, sure, get it. It also only works on on it. Like, you cannot take it off. You can't take it off. It doesn't you have rumble. hold it, it in any way. Yeah, it doesn't even have rumble. And um, what is it, $25? Mm, yeah, 25 I think. Mm, 20 or 25 one of the two. I think it was 20 I think I heard it was 25 25 sounds more right, but I'm not sure. Right, and it's like, yeah, you have a, a cheaper one, but you can only use it on the Switch. Yes. But I'm just like, whatever. No, no, no. And I know it's not. It's definitely not a product for everybody, but if it's interesting to you, you have more options of what kind of pretty ones you want. Right. So that's good. Um, next thing is, um, did you see about this? So Switch Online got the update with the new games, but they also added a special edition version of the original Legend of Zelda. I did, but I don't know why. I heard it. Someone said it was souped up. Yeah, so essentially what it is is, like, you start with, like, you start with more money, you start with the white sword already, mm-hmm. and you start with like, a couple items like bombs and stuff. Basically, like you start the game with more information and a lot more items. The idea behind this was basically like, okay, Legend of Zelda for its time was a good game, but like if you look back, like it was a good game, but it wasn't like a great game because there was you get no guidance. It's freaking yeah. Yeah, it's like I I mean I remember playing this game when the GBA NES Classics came out. That was the first time we like got like a real re-release of games. I got three of them or four of them. I got Legend of Zelda, Legend of Zelda Two: Adventure of Link, Ice Climber, and the original Mario Brothers. And I played a lot of the original Mario Brothers. I actually really liked the original Mario Brothers, and I tried playing a lot of the original Zelda. But, like, I had to have a guide open. Because there's no way. Like, how are you going to know this is the first dungeon, and that's the second dungeon, It doesn't the super matter. I it, mean, it's I mean, the same it, way you would know which order to do Mega Man bosses. But there are items. Like, you can't get through Dungeon 6 unless you have the item from Dungeon 4. Right. And that that's always, like, a bummer to me. And I found, I found it very difficult, I remember, finding more than, like, the third and fourth dungeons. Right. So it's just, it's a way to make the game, I guess, more accessible. Because, yeah. like, at, at its core, it's a cute game and it's not great but it's fine and it's like if you want to be able to experience it this is a better way to do it because you're not gonna like throw your head against a wall for 40 hours to beat this game as someone who did complete the original zelda like really yeah i didn't know you beat the original zelda. i can speed run the original zelda okay um it kind of upsets me but also i guess i have a very unique perspective on that game mm-hmm. just because i it took me a very long time, but I did figure it all out. Yeah, and, I like, imagine. I went, all right, well, I can't. I got to come back here later and make a note of that. I imagine, like, yeah, for the people who played it and enjoyed it, like, this doesn't affect your experience. You can just choose to play right. without it. Oh, can you do that? I think I so, yeah. Yeah, no. So it's, it's for people, like, you know, who are interested in learning about that game, but also not right. I'm getting mean, like, aggravated. I could <laughs> see someone in 2018 playing that game for the first time, not really knowing anything about it. Like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. So and I mean, like, because, like, when I did play it, I did have, like, a general gist of it where I was like, you're going to be frustrated because you're going to go somewhere and you're not going to know what to do and you're not going to be able to do it anyway. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I, I think I like it just because it's, like, unlike, you know, the original Mario Brothers, like, in the original Mario Brothers, yeah, if you know the stars there or the extra one up is there and do that, you know, this is where the warp zones are and this is how I get to them. You can still enjoy the game without that because it is just essentially a platforming game. But as, like, one of the first RPGs on the uh, on the Nintendo system... That hasn't that hasn't aged well. I think we're, I think that's safe to say, right? I don't like, think it's aged well. No. So it's like this gives us a more more of a reason for people to be like, oh, I got Switch Online. Let me try the original Legend of Zelda, and not just say within five minutes, wow, this is awful. What am I doing? And right. stop. So that that seems cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing I want to talk about 
is so I, I mean we don't know much about this but yokai watch 4 was coming to the 3ds and it got delayed to spring 2019 so oh, well for, for your for the yokai fans out there i'm sorry but listen the game's coming to the 3ds so you should be proud of yourselves regardless yeah if you're, if you're getting on the, on the 3ds yeah um okay so a um trademark was issued for animal crossing go to the city or i'm sorry let's go to the city so, Let's Go to the City was the name of city folk in Europe. Really? Let's Go to the City got a new trademark. It was the name of city folk in Europe. Okay. City folk has not gotten a new a new trademark or anything. But so only Let's Go to the City. Right, only Let's Go to the City. And it was very interesting as to why, because it was totally random. Yeah, and it's like and those trademark updates are usually pretty regular, but to see it only be the European version is surprising. To see, well, first of all, to see it only be the European version, and also, like, just for a random game, you know? like Yeah, well, Unless I mean, they're, like, planning on re-releasing Go to the City. No, it's one of those things they have to kind of update their trademarks all the time, because if I had a dollar for every time someone po- pointed out that Nintendo re-trademarked the Elite Beat Agents which had one game in 2006 on the DS, which is one of my favorite games, but has never gotten any other game ever. I mean, I'm just, I don't want to burst your bubble, but I will say this. It's strange that they're not doing all of them, but I'm not optimistic. <laughs> no, I don't I don't expect anything oh, really you, to come from this. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I mean, unless Switch or Animal Crossing 2019 is just a port of City No, Fruit, don't even say die. that. Don't I would die. I would that. just laugh no. so hard. No, that was the Animal Crossing I ruined for myself. I can't How did you ruin it for yourself? Oh, my God. I I went into my co- – my cousins had a town, and they had foreign fruit. And what I did was for, like, two weeks, all I did was when, I, when the fruit tree came up, I – Took the tree, the, took the fruit out, chopped down three trees, planted the trees in the exact same spot, and I did that until my entire town, other than two trees, was foreign fruit. Oh, well, you and could ev- do that in any animal. I know, but the, I shouldn't have done that because, like, every, I'd only go on like every three days and make like you know six hundred thousand bells and then leave and stop playing. And I'm like, wow. Well I then, like, don't do that. <laughs> I know. It's like it's like the same thing happened with New Leaf. I was playing New Leaf for a long time, and then one day I just sat there fishing for like seven hours and i built the entire second floor of the museum in right. one day and i was like i ruined this for myself but i mean that that got me thinking like i would love to see the city mechanic return in a more fleshed out way yeah it's it was it's a, like i like what they did with new leaf where they had the main street because it kind of yeah that it, was basically the city yeah but it didn't take as long to get there which i think like i like the idea of like oh you're gonna go into the city and there's gonna be things there you can't do anywhere else but right. it just took so long, and like you needed to go there kind of every day if you were interested. So it became like, oh, I don't, I don't want to use this feature in the game because it's like usually not worth it for me to go to the city. Right. I just i I feel like like if you put more like nightlife in there, yeah. Because like a lot of the times in an Animal Crossing game, <laughs> uh, Sarah is on a couch a little ways away, and she just kind of gave some like some party hard. Pretty hard signs. Yeah, she wants but, some. Um, she wants some crazy Animal Crossing Club nightlife. <laughs> Club one hundred and one. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that if they add it, because I a lot of the time play three DS games when I get into bed, mm-hmm. and that's like you know nine ten o'clock. So what you're on saying a night is where I'm going to bed at a normal hour, and then there's nothing to do because all the shops are closed, all your friends are going to bed. The only people who are awake are like Wolfgang, who's like, you haven't seen me all day. What's your problem, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you're just like, what do I do? Yeah, that would be cool. So, like, if you had, like, some kind of nightlife where your friends go at nighttime to do stuff, this is a stupid comparison. Probably don't have time for it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. Do you remember the movie The Barnyard? No. Or I did not. I, I, I know. I like, know what you're talking about. I didn't the, see the it. The animated cow main character. Great movie. Great movie. But um, I had the video game. <laughs> okay. Which, um, you played as a cow, and you went around, and you did a bunch of mini games to your friends, and you gathered resources, and you could, you know, build up your barn to have like the best like party station around for animals. Uh huh. And you could uh you could bake things. I remember. You could craft things, and it was just it was a really stupid fun game. Okay. That I just adored. But the the main thing is at nighttime there was stuff to do because you would go to the barn and there were tons of mini games that you could play with all your animal friends, or you could talk to people and and do all this crazy stuff. It That's was, cool. 
I just think that Animal Crossing could use a lot more of that stuff in a better way. Because when I went back playing that game as a 22-year-old, I was like, wow, this game really blew. But I didn't realize when I was what, what system old. was this game on? PlayStation 2. Okay, so you're telling me a system... You're talking about a video game I never played for a system I didn't own for a movie license that I've never seen. Yes. And somehow I kind of still get what you're talking about. <laughs> Thank you. Because it's basically just Crash Bash. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I still have the game, but if I did, I would show you. Okay. Um, so that's that. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Sorry, I, I took long. Um, so Diablo Crossplay has had some drama. Yeah, it was like, I saw like they said, oh, we're going to do it. And then, no, we're not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, Blizzard was like, oh, yeah, Diablo's getting crossplay. And they're like, oh, yeah, not for Switch. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, I, I, I like, know they were what? talking about, like, the next Diablo game's going to have crossplay. Part of me is like, well, why not? But then you know there's what, part you of me that's like, I think what? Is I think they're going to try to do it. But they didn't want to. They didn't want to say anything in case they realized they couldn't do it. That so seems they fair. They didn't want to get people's hopes up, but then somebody said something, so then they had to be like, "Oh, there's no plans." Yeah, they're gonna be but, like, "No plans, no plans, no plans." Wow, look, we're putting exactly. it out. Isn't that really exciting? Exactly. That's what I think yeah. is gonna happen. If they if they can put it out. If they can't, then I'm not gonna say anything. Yep. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up. This is about uh, a five second line. This but is yes. about a five second thing. Uh, they revealed the name of Player 2 in Luigi's Mansion 3DS, and it's Guigi. Guigi. Green I, Luigi. I really love it, and yep. I want a Smash character. Yep, okay. I want Gu- a Luigi Echo Gu- for Guigi. I want Guigi just be an alternate costume for Luigi. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, moving right along, Dragalia Lost earned $16 million in his first two weeks. I want to point something out to the fans at home. Matt wrote in our show notes, <laughs> Dragalia Lost, space, 16 mil in first two weeks. And I was like, whoa, Dragalia Lost, $16 million? Like, like that lost money. That the name of the game was Dragalia Lost. Yeah, it took me a little while. <laughs> Just figured that was funny. It's cool that it's making money. I'm happy. I'm I'm very happy it's making money. I really like the game. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I want to get into it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll get into it next week. Well, we have to Great. sit one day. Maybe this week one day we'll we sit. We can just and, sit and play it. Yeah, well, yeah you, well, you'll you help me figure it out. You can just sit and play it. Um, so then... Also, Nintendo is making fitness boxing. I kept seeing ads for that on Twitter. So it's like it's it's like a it's like a um, not like a not like a Wii. I just it's one of those things where like it's it's like it's like a Wii Fit thing, I guess, right? And that's cool. I'm not I'm not super into it, but that's yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like so basically, I mean, even the the press release that they sent out was like this is for middle-aged women. It's like like straight up in there. It was like for moms who were waiting. Yep. They're like, listen, Connect didn't work for moms in the middle middle aged moms, so now we're gonna put this on the Switch. Exactly. That'll get middle aged moms. And it's like, it's cute, but like, I think if they made a boxing game like this, just in general, not necessarily like with the market that they're going for, it could be a lot of fun. Like a boxing game? How how is this? I have a better idea. Okay, it's a boxing game, but you stand if you say like extendable what? arms. I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't get to finish my joke. Uh, sorry. I was gonna make a great job. I was gonna, I was gonna string you along. And nope, 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 nope. You, you got to the punchline already. Whatever. Okay, whatever. I'll be over here. I didn't mean to ruin your joke. So next it up is the Sonic Double Pack. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fine. Did they so, announce the games that are gonna be on the Double Pack? No, they didn't. So basically, it was like Italy. I think Amazon Italy put it up. So, uh, Sonic Double Pack. The assumption is that it's probably going to be Sonic Mania and Sonic Forces because of two reasons. One, they came out the same year. Two, one of them is selling really well and the other one isn't. And three, <laughs> technically the storylines do go together where like Sonic Mania happens, then Sonic Forces happens, then the Sonic Mania DLC happens. Like that's supposed to be how it goes. Right. But I mean, this just makes it la- makes me laugh because I'm like, of course, of course, Sonic Mania is getting a double pack with Sonic Forces. Like. Why wouldn't it? Like, Sonic Forces just sold terribly. <laughs> well, I I thought that, too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that could be definitely the case. But I was also like, what if? You know, so, Spyro got a great remake. Awesome. We don't know if it's great. Oh, you think it's going to be Sonic Adventure 1 and 2? assuming that it's going to be a great remake. If it's a Sonic Adventure Crash 1 and 2. got an incredible remake. If... If Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 get an incredible remake, I'll die. I will die, too. I would die. Oh I would buy God, two. I'd, so I'd leave one in a box up on my shelf. Yeah, right? And the other one will leave forever. I love those games. They're so funny. They're like, And honestly, it's like, they're fun, and they probably haven't aged super well, but like they'd still be fun to play through. Right, but I mean, if they remade them, and if they tightened it up. Yeah. It'd be good. Um, okay, so the last thing is something I want to talk about. It makes me very angry. So last week, you heard me talking about how we got all this digital information for Starlink and how I canceled my pre-order on the 28th of September, 
And what happened, Matt? They shipped it anyway, Mike. They shipped it to me. They got a shipping notification on Friday. I'm very angry about this. I put out a different case asking for a return label. I want the return label to come to my house before the product does so I can send it back. Because I have, I have the $80 Deluxe Edition sitting on my wish list on my Switch eShop. And I'm like, I don't want to... I, I just... Mm. I'm very I, frustrated. I, well, just complain to them. Oh, you think you think I won't listen, complain don't to them? Be too mean. Listen, it's listen. not the rep's fault. Listen, in college, I told people, listen, complain about something, you'll get six. Remember, I did that with with yeah, with Magic with the Gathering everything. sleeves. I got I got a faulty pack of Magic the Gathering sleeves. Sent a really nasty message to the creator of them, and I got six free packs. I of promise them sent. you, Ubisoft doesn't get into that. <laughs> I know they won't, but listen, they'll at least deal with me because I'm like, listen, I'm gonna spend money on your product. Just take this back. You have to return this. Right. I'm very angry. I'm sure. Very, I'm very, very sorry. angry. And if not, I'm just going to try to return it to, like, Target and say I don't have my receipt. So, like, listen, screw it. <laughs> Wait, but that doesn't even work. Oh, oh, it does. I worked in retail. Unfortunately, it works. You're just going to take money from poor Target. Don't do that. I don't want it. Poor Target. Well, I <laughs> anyway. Mean, that's not the right word. But anyway. it's still not right. I know it's not right, but I just want. Don't I, do it. Listen. I'll listen, be very disappointed. Would, I don't want to, and I won't. But, damn it, we wouldn't even be having this conversation if Ubisoft just canceled my pre-order. Mm-hmm. I agree. No, I agree with I'm you. Very I'm angry at Ubisoft. Right. That's all you guys need to know. Okay. Um. So Matt, do you want to do a discussion this week? Quick discussion? Uh, or are you good? I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good. We're floating. I know we haven't had a discussion a lot these past couple weeks, but we just like we've, we've had stuff talking. to talk we've about. Chit chatting. Yeah. We you know we're, we're shooting. We talk about Mario Party so much. Like one of these can't... days. One of these days when we have the time, we will talk about the Switch. The the, the, new, the rumored new Switch, Switch that's it's coming. Dead. I think it's coming. The, I would, the new Switch DSi XL. Uh, featuring Switch Pro, sweet featuring uh, Dante Mayo Cry series. No. <laughs> okay. Now I have that thought in my head. Just a Bowset themed Switch. So, Mike, um, what's your fun fact? Uh, my fun fact is that you shouldn't pay seventy cents per pound on pumpkins. Because before I came here, I went to pumpkin picking with my dad and my sister, and uh, they got three pumpkins, and they're seventy cents a pound. That's like thirty dollars a pumpkin. And they weren't that big. They were like reasonably sized pumpkins. I'm like, that's a lot of money for pumpkins. 70 cents. Wait. So 70 cents per pound. Per pound. And they were $30 each? No, they were $30 total for the two. One was free. I'm sorry. I, my, my, my stepmother shot tennis balls and hit a pumpkin, so she got a free pumpkin. Well, you got 42 pounds. Yeah. No, Pump- it was three pumpkins. No, two one pumpkins. Three pumpkins. One was free. They, Kathy they. Put, Yeah, so two pumpkins. Yeah, but then Matt just said you bought one pumpkin. No, no two, two pumpkins. He said that's 40 pounds of pumpkins. <laughs> we got so the peanut okay? gallery over here telling me how to weigh my pumpkins. I hope the audio is picking around. I hope it's good. If not, we're going to have to cut this whole bit out, and that make me sad. Yeah, it would make me sad. Um, but yeah, so don't, don't, don't buy pumpkins for 70 cents a pound. That's my fun fact. Matt? Uh, my fun fact is if you prank your friends, you best believe they're going to fire back. And sometimes they might frame you for it. Sometimes they might frame you I for it. I was framed, I say. <laughs> um, I had pranked Rob's girlfriend um, and spooked her in her own house because I left something there. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to know. Um, and so she decided to get back at me by sending me a letter filled with glitter. Yeah, the glitter bombs. Yeah, and I like – so she sent me – of a letter, and I had assumed it was like seeds because I shook it and it like made this little rattling. And it said, "How about you opened seeds?" It said P and P promo on the envelope, and I assumed it was like seeds or something in the envelope as like a promo or something. I was like, maybe I like what could this possibly be? So then I opened anthrax. It. <laughs> and, yikes! <laughs> um, and like I have heard of the company before. Yeah, so have I. And I knew all about it. So like as soon as I opened it. Like, there was a piece of glitter on the paper, and I didn't read what the paper said yet, but I, I just instantly knew what it was. As soon as yes. I saw the piece of glitter, I was like, oh, no. And so I, I very delicately took it out, and I read it, and some there was some glitter spillage, but I figured it out. I was like, what? Because it, all it says is someone paid actual money to send you this letter full of glitter and ruin your day. And then maybe they left you a note. Go to this website. So then I went to the website, and the website said, Your Move, Spider-Man. Which, which is, is something, something funny that me, Mike, and our friend Rob say to each other 
all the time. But like Matt knew that Rob wouldn't do it, so he like was in our group chat with all of our friends. Okay, who did this? Your move, Spider-Man. I'm like, it wasn't me. And my roommate Tim was like, Mike, did you send? I was like, no, I didn't <laughs> send anyone glitter. But I'm being then framed. I remembered that on the 12-hour ride up to school for the event that uh, Mike, me, Rob, and his girlfriend went to. Rob and I were saying it to each other over and over and over again in the car. So okay. she picked it up. Okay. Okay. I was just, I was very worried that I'm being framed. No. Because you definitely thought it was me for a hot second. For a, I definitely thought it was you for a second. I was like, but you piece Mike of garbage. has no reason to do, th- like, why would he? Like, if I wanted to, I would just bring a handful of glitter and throw exactly. it at you at your house. <laughs> I would come into your home and just yeet. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fun. Um. As always, if you want to contact us, we are on Twitter at Pink Gold Peeps. That's all one word. And you can also send us uh, hate mail specifically for Matt, who will read it all, uh, all it. to Pink Gold Peeps. I'll respond to it all, but I will read it all. Pink Gold Peeps at gmail.com. You can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. We're still Pink Gold Peeps feed, and I think we're just going to kind of live with that joke for the longest time. Yeah, at the moment, we're just, yeah. uh, we're just living with Pink Gold Peeps feed. Yeah. And as, uh, you know, as always, feel free to reach out if you have anything that you want us to talk about. We love, uh, we love feedback. And uh, oh, feedback, oh, pink old peeps feedback. <laughs> anyway, uh, Rick's record makes our opening, and he's a really cool dude. Uh, I think we're good. You all set? That's it. All right. Yeah. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>